1: Sooners were sleepy here against West Virginia until Jalen had a big dunk. Maybe it'll happen again. Turnover. Moore ahead of the back. Take cover. Bam! And he's fouled. Hide the women and children. Jalen Moore. Three-point play. Flashing left draws two. Elevates fires from the wing. Tracks 15 foot. and knocks it down.
2: Thunder lead by two with two seconds to play. Jalen Williams rises and rips the cords. Timeout Blazers.
1: Porter Moser shakes hands with Rodney Terry. Texas has won 6 in a row over Oklahoma. 5 in a row in Norman. Final score tonight Longhorn 75, Sooners 60.
3: We beat the we beat the ever Oklahoma
1: today. We beat the out of a team. TJ, I would like to start the show today by having you dictate a letter if that's okay. Do you have what, a I, uh, your secretary? In this case I need you to be. Yes. Do you have a pen and a paper there?
3: All right, yeah. Hold on. Is there a let me fade the music here.
1: Is there a uh uh meeting today? Staff uh, meeting.
3: No, that's typically Mondays, but I can call one if you need me to.
1: No, that's okay. I just need you to deliver this. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. Uh yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Uh dear K-R-E-F, Top Brass, comma. Top Brass, ooh. Yeah. Comma. Right? Yeah. yeah. Therefore, henceforth, whereas. I think that's oh, how good. letters are supposed to start. Whereas. And I, I am spell old. Some of this.
3: I am old.
1: Mm-hmm. Period. Period. I would like... To no longer work the days after losses, period. Right. Also, Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> you can shorten that to MLK.
3: <laughs> You've been mad at that for 20 years now. <laughs> Go ahead. A little more. Go ahead.
1: And also, any other days, I just don't feel like it.
3: So especially, you want the Teddy Layman schedule, is what you're asking for here.
1: Especially Wednesdays. And then, period. And then, signed me. If you can uh, send me that in a PDF and I'll uh, docu sign it and send it back. Especially. Can you read that back to me, please? Wednesdays.
3: Signed. Theodore Rowland. Uh, Dear KREF Top Brass, therefore henceforth, whereas I am old, I would yep. like to no longer work the days after losses, also MLK Day, and also any other days I don't want to work, especially Wednesdays. Toby Rowland.
1: That's close enough. Yeah, yeah that'll that'll work. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, boy. Good morning, TJ. No,
3: nah, it's not a good morning. And, um... Last night, I knew immediately following the game, I said, Toby's not going to want to work tomorrow. I don't want to even after the first tweet we were tagged in (laughs) after the game. I was like, why are we being tagged in (laughs) something people are angry about with the arena and Joe C? Like, oh, yeah, well, Toby and TJ get in on this too. I had my kid there in section 112, and there were no hot dogs or pizza.
1: Terrible experience for my eleven-year-old.
3: <laughs> my kid hated his life. I took him to a game; he hated it. <laughs> I'm like, why are we tagged in this? Um, it was our because fault because we're
1: we make things happen, Teach. They know who got nah. uh, who got uh, uh, what is it you did? Who got the corn dogs to Norman?
3: Oh, Fletchers.
1: Yeah, we yeah. make things happen. They know that. People know that.
3: I <laughs> I don't know if there's regularly hot dogs or pizza at basketball games. I'm not sure about that. But I saw that tweet and started laughing and said, Toby nah, Toby's not going to want to work tomorrow.
1: My, So I had two post-game experiences you'll enjoy. One, my daughter, my whole family was there last night. Well, except for the one that lives in Albuquerque. And uh, my Chloe, after the game, uh, we get in the car and she goes, Dad, the nachos are amazing here. <laughs> I was like, really? She goes, yeah, they got pulled pork nachos with all kinds of stuff on them. Me and Mom shared them. They're awesome. I was like, that sounds great. I had no idea. I have no idea any of the concessions we have. No, you shouldn't have. Do you know how far up it would have? How many steps I'd have to climb to get to the concession stand, TJ? I ain't got time for that kind of cardiovascular Well, there's no activity. reason
3: for you to. Like, there's no reason for you to be running
1: up to well, concession stands. Well, that's incorrect. False. Now that I know there's pulled pork well. nachos, <laughs> there's very much reason for me to climb those steps. I'll burn them off just going up and down.
3: Well, that's true. That's true. It Second, is a long way up there for you.
1: I'm driving home with Jenny and Chloe, and phone rings in the car, and I look at the name, and I'm like, it's a, it's a person who was at the game, okay? friend of mine and i thought oh boy let's get it over with they're gonna not be happy you know so i answer and the person says hey just wanted to let you know on my way to the car i found a quarter for you <laughs> I tried to find you in the arena but i think you were already gone I was like, "Thank you very much. That's awesome." I thought they were going to be upset about the game, but they <laughs> sure, were thrilled. Why they be? yeah, thrilled that they found a quarter for me. So, thank you. That's awesome. It really did kind of turn my night around a little bit because I was we're like, "Good, oh,
3: sweet, I got a
1: quarter coming my way."
3: Put it in the mail. Stamp will cost you more, but put it in the mail. <laughs>
1: Wednesday, January 24 is the day. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. This is pretty much going to be the level of entertainment you're going to get today. Enthusiasm and entertainment. Uh, Down in the dumps after a 75-60 loss to Texas last night. That was no good. OSU was up big early, but they blew it. 74-69 to TCU. Sooner women back in action tonight. 6 o'clock at Texas. Thunder. Did you see the end of the Thunder game last night?
3: I was watching that this morning because I saw that they were protesting. I'm like, what happened at the end of the game? Because I did not see it live last night.
1: 111-109, Thunder beat the Blazers. So the first two times they played the Blazers this year, they beat them I think one time by 63 and the other time by like 40-something. Mm-hmm. Well, last night it was tight, and the Blazers were up three, 20 seconds left or so. Thunder score to make it a one-point game. Blazers are bringing it up. OKC's trapping them, trying to force a turnover before they foul. And the dude picks up his dribble in a trap. And according to Chauncey Billups, he's feverishly trying to call a timeout. I have no reason not to believe him. But the guy's trap gets flustered and dribbles again. He double dribbles. And they call it. They do not give Chauncey Billups the timeout. He goes ballistic and gets tossed. He gets two technical fouls with a one-point lead with, like, 15 seconds to go. Uh, Fortunately for him, SGA only made one of the two tees to tie it, but then Jalen Williams made a bucket to win it, so they lost the game. So they are protesting the game, Portland is. That Chauncey was obviously calling a timeout by the officials. I mean, it was it was right next to the officials. It was on the Thunder side of half court, but it was right down the sideline from the Portland bench. And that the officials ignored him. I guess that's what they're protesting, that they should have heard him and ignored him. And it was bizarre. It was very bizarre. I eagerly found his postgame on Uh, Twitter last night thinking he was going to blow a gasket, but he didn't. He was just like very mellow, like, you know, y'all saw what happened.
3: I love when teams protest like this. Like, we're protesting that loss. We know it'll never mean anything, but we're protesting it anyway. I know they just wanted it to be pointed out to the officials and have it looked at, but just say that. Just say, hey, I was calling a timeout. And it does appear that he was, but it was kind of simultaneously as the guys like squeezing between the two defenders and he dribbles it and He
1: was. Yeah. But he's behind the behind the guy, yeah. And it's in Oklahoma City, and I'm sure the crowd was loud. It's the end of the game. It's a one point game. They're they're cheering a trap. I I don't know. I I, I'm not here to stick up for the officials. I got kind of mad at him myself last night, but um I'm I, I have a hard time believing they heard him. And just said, nah, you know, my, more likely they didn't hear him. And there's no reason the player can't call a timeout. You know, the guy that's trapped. Yeah. Is perfectly capable of saying, Hey, timeout. That's exactly right. You
3: curl up with the ball and start yelling timeout. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you can't get tossed in that situation. You know, you got a one point lead. You, You can't get tossed. But anyway, I did see where, was it Minnesota and somebody. I, this was on the bottom line scroll, so I need to get to read more about this. But I guess the NBA admitted that the refs blew 10 calls in the final three minutes or something like that. Whoa. Of a game? Uh, I, I admitted. I guess the on upon review, they decided that the officials blew 10 calls that's in the a, final whatever that's a lot. It was. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to find it. I don't want to give false information. I'll try to find the story. It was on the ticker on the bottom. I was like,
3: what did I just read? Oh, yeah. Here's the headline. Wolves-Hornets game had 10 missed calls in final two minutes.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are, are you. The game came on down it?
3: to the wire. The Hornets storming back from an 18 point deficit to win 128 125 featured 10 incorrect calls over the last two minutes of the game. <laughs> uh, three, That's like every call. Three of the incorrect calls favored Minnesota, six favored Charlotte, including a miss. Shooting foul that would have given Carl Anthony Towns a chance to give the Timberwolves the lead with less than five seconds left. One foul against the Hornets was assigned to the incorrect player, Brandon Miller, (laughs) instead of P.J. Washington. In all, the Hornets should have been whistled for two shooting fouls, two travels, a double dribble, a loose ball foul, and a personal foul. The Wolves got away with two shooting fouls as well as an offensive foul on the final possession of the game.
1: Unbelievable!
3: Towns had a historic performance in the game, scoring 44 in the first half and are out to a 62-point game.
1: Wow. Ten missed calls in the last two minutes of a game. They're <laughs>
3: even letting dudes... Sh- TJ, J-
1: if <laughs> you and I officiated an NBA game, we could do better than that. I would think so. That's Although I'm pretty swayed it. by the crowd. I'd be like, yeah! There Foul! There can't be that many more than <laughs> ten calls in the last two minutes of a game. That's a lot. Two shooting you, fouls,
3: two travels, a double dribble, a loose ball foul, a personal foul. You would be the
1: NBA's Doug Sermons. <laughs> like, you,
3: I would w- moon, you would walk backwards, a back scowl. down
0: the court. Yeah. <laughs> you would have a
1: scowl on your face. You'd be teeing everybody up. Don't argue with me. See <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, that letter been approved yet? You know? Because I'd really like to go back to bed.
3: No, but um, I, I am asking before we ever go to them today, do you want me to protect you from the uh, text line? Because I'd already seen the first text that came in before we went on air. Nah. So I'm like, I should probably, I'm going to, immediately he's going to be in a bad mood, and then that's going to put me no, in a bad
1: no, mood. No, 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 uh, no. I mean, you know, we don't have to, we, we're going to have to answer the hard questions. Uh, people People got to get stuff off their chest to feel better. So be mad at whoever you need to be mad at today. I get it. It's hard to lose the Texas, and especially in the manner you did, which is why it's so hard for me to believe that you support the state as much as you do. But, I mean, we don't have to be redundant. You know what I mean? Right. We don't have to read 20 text messages that say the same thing. <laughs> okay. Once we get the point, we get the point. People are upset. But, yeah, we're going to have to. Face the music today, TJ. You know how it works in this business. Unless they're mad at me, I don't want to hear any of that crap, TJ. Yeah, some, some of it. Some of
3: was coming at you. A lot of it um, last night on the uh, the X was coming at my
1: gut. Yeah. Oh, nice gut, loser. I want to hear all of those. <laughs> yeah. No, I need to hear. If they're mad at me, I need to hear it. You know, it's just it's one of those days. You got to be slapped in the face. Because when we win the national championship, I want to look back at this day as the low point, DJ. You know what I mean? January 24, 6 a.m. That was the low point. All right. Well, until the letter is approved, we'll continue forward. We'll hear Porter's postgame today, or last night. We'll hear it today, but it was last night. John Hughley after the game. Uh... Mel Kuyper's first mock draft is out for the NFL draft. It includes a Sooner. Transfer portal update. Major League Baseball Hall of Fame class. Uh, We had an unfortunate death in the world of sports yesterday. Lots of stuff to talk about, including, unfortunately, OU Texas. You can text the show, 405-651-3439, if you want to tell us how bad we suck or how bad the team sucks or any or everything just fill it up today fill it up we'll be back
0: the t-row in the morning show is brought to you every day by the riverwind casino and hotel okc's number one gaming destination the one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
3: For three generations, the John M. Ireland & Son Fiener Home and & Chapel and Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. Toby and TJ back with you, T-Row in the morning show. McIntyre Law brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Award-winning... Personal injury law firm. They'll fight for you and your losses. McIntyreLaw.com, 1-877-917-5250. Denied. Request has been denied. Wait, my letter? Your letter's been denied. Already? Yeah. Teddy denied it. He has control, complete control over all that type Uh, of stuff here, and uh, he denied it. Said I'm the only one that can be having Wednesdays off. Get out of here.
1: Yeah. That was worth a shot.
3: Knipple <laughs> <sighs> my Chevrolet text
1: line. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Uh, Gunny was in are at 543. Now, are we getting into text messages
1: now? Are we getting into it?
3: 543 uh, this morning. Good morning, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Tough loss na- last night, but horns down as always. Have a great show today. That one's pretty nice. Thank you, Gunny.
1: That's positive. Thank Marietta you, Marietta Sooner. Appreciate you listening.
3: Come in right. at 550 this morning. Toby? Toby? Yes. That... We- was embarrassing and i don't want to hear you <laughs> fan fan shaming about lack of support when it comes to this basketball team anymore they continue to not show up for big games
1: yeah crowd was great last night it was packed uh, it's the largest student section i've ever seen in my life it was unbelievable uh It was, yeah. I mean, they laid an egg. Uh, There's there's nobody to blame but the basketball team last night because that place was hopping. Marketing did a great job. The crowd was great. Everybody was fired up coming off that Cincinnati win, and they just got thoroughly beat. And we'll talk about X's and O's and Y and all that stuff coming up. But no fan-shaming for me, although I don't know if TJ was there last night. I never heard if he was or not. Were you there last night? I was there. Okay, well, now, I no fan-shaming for me. It was You guys were I great. I wasn't
3: there. In my heart, I was, but I was not there. I just lied to you.
1: Why weren't you there?
3: Um, if I'm being completely honest, by the time I started to look to purchase tickets, I was like, I'm not sitting there. So, if I'm being honest, that's what it was. <laughs> so, I stayed at home and watched it. Air Force Joe says look on the bright side Drake finally learned how to say Dos Equis. have a good day I did hear from several people that were proud of Drake last night so
1: it was it was um it was a, a process last night I think one time he got it right the other time he went back the other way um he does not think that's the right way to say it I'm just going to come out because last night I was trying to help him because he asked me, he goes, Dos Equis, Dos Equis. I was like, no, Dos Equis, Dos Equis, Dos Equis. Dos Equis. And, and Kevin was looking at him like, why do you say it like that? You think it's that's how you say it? And he's like, yeah. He, like, he thinks he's saying it right. He knows he's saying it right. And he doesn't want to give in to the masses who are trying to get him to say it the other way. In fact, one time he said, you know, Mr. Deep Voice on our billboard says it the way I say it. And I'm like, all right, fine. Say it however you want to say it. I don't care. But I know at least one read last night, he really tried to say it the right way. But he just, it doesn't come out of his mouth. It doesn't flow for him that way. So (laughs) he can't say Dos It
3: was happening around here to the... They it really got brought up, and he was like trying to understand, and I'm like telling him, I'm like it kind of just flows together. Dosekis.
1: He goes, "It's two words," and I go, "I know it's two words. Nobody's saying it's not two words. It's just pronounced dosekis. Yeah, dos ekis When you speak in English, you think you say things quickly together too. It doesn't right, mean it's right. all one word. You just it's that a right. chair back. i do not you know uh, stand up, stand up, <laughs> sit down. I didn't say sit down, sit down." uh so uh you know that's just i don't know i now i kind of i hope he goes back to the way he just regularly says it but i know it's in his head now uh-huh. because it's charming it's a storyline now
3: <laughs> when we were telling him that day though he's looking at us like we're the dumbest people in the world and he's like yeah that's what i'm saying and we're like no it's not he goes mm-hmm. I don't understand what you guys are saying that's different than me. I'm like, we don't say dosa keys. I don't either. I say dosekis. But he's not saying dosekis. Dose like, I'm
1: like,
3: okay. Uh good morning. Uh good yeah, thing. No, Moore, not. Waldo, and Hughley raised their game last night. Very disappointing effort by the rest. McCollum was almost non existent, says this texture from the four oh two.
1: I'm not willing to agree with poor effort, but yeah, they got beat bad uh sooner soldier says last night you gotta game- have well let me pause there. you 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 gotta uh they got really physical with Javian, and that's been happening in big 12 play but he's been able to score anyway he's been their leading scorer in four out of the five big 12 games going into last night been averaging 15 16 points a game in conference play um but they got really physical with him last night and double teaming Javian and Los pretty much every time they got the ball to try to get the ball out of their hand, and I agree with the texter. Javian and Los both got I would like to see them be a little more selfish with their own with their own game, with their own scoring, I should say. Uh, I I understand that they're, that they're running the offense, and but there are situations where you just got to say my team needs points. I'm the best guy at getting buckets on this team. Not, not wildly going to selfishly throw up a bad shot, but it'd be a good time for me to go try to get a bucket here, you know? So nine points from JV and they're not going to win a lot of big 12 games when he doesn't get into double figures. And that was the case last night. Although to be fair, he should have had three more. (laughs) I mean, the call before half was absurd. Mm -hmm. The non-call before half was absurd, but Anyway, that's that didn't uh, have any bearing on a 15-point loss.
3: Last night's game, I seen the Sooners miss a lot of very easy shots over and over. Yeah. Says Sooner Soldier.
1: No doubt, a lot of uh, a lot of shots around the bucket that, especially Milos Yuzan usually makes. Mm-hmm. Like he's the best finisher around the rim they got. He couldn't get anything to go last night. Tega missed a couple of short ones. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of. I'm going to sum it all up. We can read text messages all day, Tej and I'm willing to listen to them. They played poorly, and Texas played out of their minds in the second half. Uh, it, give credit. I mean, I'll sit here and bash you all day because they did not play well. But as much as I begrudgingly hate to do it, Texas was awesome in the second half. That's the best they've played all year. I have sat courtside or right there to see – almost every OU game, Texas in the second half was the best basketball team I've seen this year. Opponent. They were better than Carolina. They were better than Kansas. The way they played in the second half was the best 20 minutes of basketball I've seen out of any OU opponent this season. DeSue was unstoppable. Acemus was hitting everything. They, they turned it over a bunch in the first half, which led to OU fast break points. They completely knocked that out. They hit all of their free throws. They were incredible. Now, is OU to blame for that? Sure. you got to be better defensively, all that kind of stuff. I'm not giving them a pass. The Sooners played terrible last night. Terrible. But I also don't want to take anything away from Texas. If Texas plays like that, they're going to the NCAA tournament, and they're a problem because they've got guards that can score. Acemas has done it in the tourney before. We know he's a superstar. And they've got bigs Dylan to hasn't been there all year. I don't know if everybody knows that or not. Dylan to missed the first 10 games this year with a foot injury. So he's just now getting back into the mix, just now getting, I think he played his ninth game, 10th game last night, but the first four or five, he didn't even start. He's just now getting back into the starting lineup and he's a player, man. He had 33 at Cincinnati. So when they play like that, they're good. Now, Unfortunately for Texas, they have been very up and down this year. They have had, well, the UCF game is the perfect example. Great first half against UCF, big lead, second half at home, completely fell apart and lost that game, and that was the whole handshake, line, horns down game. So they've been a wildly erratic team, but we saw the best of Texas in the second half last night, unfortunately. Uh, one more, and then I need a break to go put my head in an ice bucket.
3: I'm just going to say the this one about SEC programs don't take off days off uh, after losses, and then you go on. Um, funny, I don't think I should read that one, but funny. Thank you, uh, Toby loved a gaggle of cattle. Is what the last one here says. So
1: thank you, appreciate that. Um, that was a, something in the broadcast last night. Um. if you'd like to text the show. I'll play you what Porter had to say after the game next. Back after
0: this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. 75-60
1: Texas last night at the LNC. Here's Coach after the game. John, hey, just a tough game. My bad. Wrong interview. Uh, Here's Coach last night after the game. Coach one tonight. What are your thoughts?
2: first thoughts are i just want to apologize to the fans man we've been i've been working and dreaming of this an atmosphere here and we had it and we didn't perform to what our standards are and uh that's that starts on me starts and finishes on me um i thought texas played with a, an unparalleled urgency uh, they know they had to log in a good win and that they played like that i thought they were the tougher team um i thought they answered every bell the first half we got down Eight or nine, we came back, took a six-point lead. They come out of a timeout to Sue and then cutting him. It back-to-back threes, they cut it right back. I thought they answered the bell every single time. They got the flagrant foul, and then they came back, and then Max hit like a 25-footer. Um, and they just, they just kept on putting pressure on you, with Sue making shots, Max making shots. Um, then they out-rebounded us. Then all of a sudden then Mitchell and uh, I thought Kendall Weaver had a tremendous spark. He came in, played with an urgency, 11 points, three offense rebounds. And they came in and, and they took it. And uh, you have to give that credit when you see that kind of effort and toughness and performance. I mean, DeSue had that jab, step, jab, step. I mean, he had a couple really tough mm-hmm. – 12 footers in there, and then you know Max, you know we, he hit a corner. We came off him in the corner. He hit one, then he hit one at the end of the shot clock, and then made they made the shots. Um, and uh, but it starts with me. Uh, apologize to the. I'm just sick to my stomach for for the fan base that and and we've come out. We've tried to get this thing full. They were great, and uh and we didn't perform, and um, that's on me.
1: You got a lot of points off the fast break in the first half, but all night it felt like the half court offense was it never found the flow that you normally have
2: and that it, it is it's a credit to them they were really taking Javion and Los out i mean they were so physical with those two and just those two just couldn't get the rhythm with the physicality those two were that, that they played with and i you know and they they played a lot of minutes and i thought D'Sou moved his feet so much they were they were coming up and trapping and we were trying to get out of the trap and they were just so long los you know we just couldn't get out of it and uh, I haven't seen us not be able to get out of a trap all year. That's the first time I've seen that aggressive of a trap that we just couldn't get out of it. And uh, you know, that's that's it's it starts with me in the offense to figure some things out. Um, you know, I, I thought, uh, but I I, I give the suit. I thought the suit played a tremendous game defensively. Dylan Mitchell came in and he kept on. You know, he had two big blocks, but uh, you know, we just I agree. We couldn't get some stops. We couldn't get into some flow. Um, and uh, we got to be better. I mean, they, we, we gotta, they, they played with an urgency. And I, t- I told our guys, you guys, you win on the road. I mean, you have two wins. you got to be every single night in this league. And uh, that starts with me. And and I told them this, how we're going to define us is how we bounce back against a, a team that Texas Tech went into Texas and won. And we know how good Texas Tech is.
1: You, you have done good at bouncing back this year. Any doubt that your team would be ready to go on Saturday?
2: No, no. I, I, I know who they are, and uh, they're miserable in there. They're sick to their stomach. Um, we had opportunities. Um, we had the crowd going. Um, you know, we had a lead at halftime, and our second-half offense just, uh, just sputtered. And, uh, and we, I thought our second-half offense, I really thought the, our, our, their, their, our defense affected our offense. Sometimes you don't want it the other way around. Yeah. Um, but they they we were working hard, and they just kept on. I mean, they just kept on bouncing back and making shots. And I, then I, I really think that that affected our offense. I didn't think we were as, nearly as good offensively as we've been. Thanks, Coach. Go get them on Saturday. Right. There you go,
1: Porter Moser after the game. And he's right. I mean, he's right. Um, a couple of tough breaks, but all in all, last night OU had a really hard time scoring in the half court when when they in the first half could get out on the break <clears throat> excuse me when they could get out on the break and uh i think it was 13 nothing in fast break points in the first half they were racking up a bunch of points off turnovers and that you know they were ahead at halftime because of it but when they had to just stop and run half court basketball they couldn't get anything around the rim cuz texas was blocking shots down there and uh, they weren't hitting shots. Four of 19 from three-point range. And the most frustrating thing, no, the most frustrating thing is they lost. But the stat that will eat at Porter the most is rebounding.
3: Oh, got destroyed
1: in rebounding. Six plus 16, 40 yeah. to 24. And Texas is a bad rebounding team. Like Texas is 13th. Out of 14 Big 12 teams in rebound margin. They've been out-rebounded in four straight games badly coming into last night. And OU is a very good rebounding team. OU, before last night, had only been out-rebounded twice all season. Um, They out-rebounded that giant Cincinnati team Saturday by seven. They out-rebounded Hunter Dickinson in Kansas. OU's a great rebounding team especially on the offensive end. And they went up against a bad rebounding team last night in Norman and ended up minus 16. I mean, DeSue and uh, Mitchell Mitchell. were just clean in the glass, 23 combined rebounds between those guys. Mm -hmm. So it was a great performance by Texas. Bad one by OU, clunker by OU. Coach mentioned Texas needed it there. They they looked like they had the urgency. They did. They didn't really. They didn't have any impressive wins this year until this week. And they go back to back Baylor Oklahoma, and then they're back in it now. They're back in the NCAA tourney picture now. Uh, exactly what they needed. So, I hate saying that, because for whatever reason, Texas plays with unbelievable confidence in Norman. That is. Five consecutive wins here. OU hasn't beat Texas and Norman since before the pandemic, TJ. Uh, that's hard to believe. Really hard to believe. All of them have been close until last night. So, Here's another we- weird thing that's developing in the OU basketball season, TJ. I don't know if it's weird or not. I'm a stats guy. I think it's odd. Uh, last night was game 19. OU has played... Two games that have been decided by five points or less. Okay, that's it. So two close games. That's the NCAA close game category. Five points or less. They won them both. The uh, USC tip-in win and the Cincinnati win the other day was a four-point game. They've played five games all year that have been decided by ten points or less. That's it. Ten points or less, TJ. Five games. Wow. Out of nineteen. I haven't noticed that. It has been blowouts one way or another all season. <laughs> right. They are playing they're they're four and one. I mean, that's good. They're four and one and the ten points are less category. I'm not that's not even close game category. That's just single digit games. Or I mean, I'm counting ten in there, too. Fourteen of the nineteen games have been more than ten point margins. So they either win easily or lose easily. There have been hardly any games this year with drama in them, late. Win or lose. I don't know what that means. Probably doesn't mean anything. I would say, without doing the research on it, just based on you know following this for the last few years, that on average, by this point of the season, 20 games in, they would have played, you know, 12 games that have been decided by 10 or less like that's pretty much every night in the big 12 pretty much every night in the big 12 is five points or less in the past 10 of course and last night again it's a 15 point margin so and yeah, that probably means nothing it's just a weird it does mean something because statistical that's a anomaly it's, that's weird because you're right the majority
3: of those games should be within 10 points Sure, you're going to have those non-conference games where you have comfortable, easy blowout wins. Those, those are well. Let's just look at the good conference conference games. Like, especially being six games in right now, you would think that you would already have more than that. So,
1: forget the, uh, you know, the Central Michigan's and Texas States of the world. Let's just like Iowa. They beat them by twelve. USC beat them by two. There's one of their close games. Arkansas beat them by nine. Providence beat them by twenty-one. Iowa State beat them by eight. There's one of the within ten. Uh, TCU lost by nine. Kansas lost by twelve. West Virginia won by fourteen. Last night lost by fifteen. Cincinnati won by four. There's your other close game. That's just the good teams I picked off. You know, all the other, all the other Monmouths and Green Bay's were. <clears throat> very lopsided so anyway just a, just a thing that i thought was interesting uh,
0: 648
1: in the morning we'll be back
0: the home of sooner fans home for sooner recruiting coverage Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen.
3: T-Row in the morning show. McIntyre Law brings you this hour. They are your personal injury attorneys right here in Oklahoma. Proven record of success, 1-877-917-5250. Or McIntyreLaw.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Let's let everyone be heard today.
3: Texas now has five straight wins in Norman. Embarrassing! Yeah. Thank you. So I guess it's classy to throw the horns up at our crowd in the handshake line. Uh... (laughs) That's not nice to call that guy that name. Weaver taunting our students postgame, only horns down his classless, clearly. Yeah, I think they were waving, too. One shot that they caught, like, they went to the camera shot of the bench. And I'm pretty sure Dylan DeSue and a couple of others were waving goodbye to the crowd, which would fall in line to the same thing. So, Rodney Terry just needs to stop. I
1: mean, well... That's what was so absurd about what he originally said. Uh, I know. I know it was. Our guys handled themselves with class and all that kind of stuff. Like, come on. I mean, they're college kids. <laughs> it happens everywhere you go. When you went on the road, you let the opposing crowd know about it. And they should um, have last night. I mean, they, your guys do, too. Right. Uh, I Rodney Terry was a different coach last night than he was a year ago. He He was a very calm, sedate guy last year. Last night, he's jumping around, screaming, hopping up and down, all this kind of stuff. I said something I shouldn't have had on the broadcast last night. Um, There you go. I I think they were in trouble again. uh, uh, Maybe. Uh, They had a 16-point lead, I think, with a minute and a half to go, and there was a shot clock violation where it was close as to whether the ball hit the rim or not.
3: Yeah, it went straight up and came straight down.
1: And. Rodney Terry threw a fit over that it hit the rim, and he made him stop the game and go look at it again. And I said something about, you know, come on, 16-point lead, minute and a half to go, this is a classy move, you know. And uh, then as soon as I said it, I was like, I probably shouldn't have said that. So, And then he called a timeout. After that, he called a timeout with like 45 seconds left. You're right. I was like, come on, dude, let's
3: go. <laughs> Might be some port nachos left if you let me get out of here a few minutes
1: earlier. Come on. Well, come. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> if you're gonna preach about class, you got to walk a pretty fine line after that. Absolutely, you
3: do. Especially and in the if few you're games gonna after
1: that. If you're gonna be the guy who decides I'm the moral compass by which I'm going to teach all other players and fan bases how to behave, then you're gonna. There's gonna be a mirror held up to you. And so that's just going to be something he's going to have to wear. He did a great job coaching his team last night. Texas was ready to play and played out of their minds. In fact, since his little incident at UCF, they've played their two best games of the year. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. maybe he deserves credit for that.
3: William Muldrow says, I agree the Horns played lights out and we didn't play well. I think we had, I think had we played much better in the second half, it still would have been close as a good, as good as Texas played, the most disappointing thing to me was being out-rebounded like we were at home in that atmosphere. It's just not acceptable.
1: I get an observation. Tell me if you agree with this. This is this is not based on any inside information. So <clears throat> I'm not telling you that I've noticed anything behind the scenes or on the bus or in the hotel or anything like that. Just on the court. Sam Godwin looks tired. yes.
3: Well, I was going to tell I haven't, you know. I haven't said what I was going to say about Sam today. I was going to say I don't know if Sam needs to even be on the floor as much as he is right now because he the energy, something seems off with him. Yeah. So, he didn't he play that a, much last night. And he just didn't look right then either.
1: He was everywhere early in the season. Yes. And the last 3 or 4 games, he looks dejected, down like he doesn't feel well almost. I was um, when going to jokingly ask court, you if he, he kinda got has broke his... up
3: with uh, you know, he's yeah.
1: just down. That that way, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I, I I don't know if he's I don't know. I just an observation. We'll be back, top of the hour.